Hi, this is Megan. It's Brittany. And you're listening to True Colors. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, then do something. If you want to have fun, then do something. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, then do something. If you want to have fun, then do something. Uh, walk in the club with no ID. Girls on my jack, because I'm VIP. What a great song to start our episode. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> like, like, there's no words. It's just, like, we're going to use this phrase so much today, but quality trash television. <laughs> if you're at home listening, please take a shot every time you hear quality trash <laughs> television. <laughs> That's going to be Megan's quote, word of the Slogan episode. of the day. There you go. Say slogan of the day. Slogan of the day. So, if you haven't realized what we're going to be talking about, take a gander with the song we chose this week. It is going to be Quality Trash TV. So, take that shot. Um, (laughs) So, we're talking about reality shows today. Some we know really well, some we only know a little bit about, but we're going to talk about it all. And I think we're going to start... With the shows that were really popular during quarantine. Yes. Do you want to pick the first one? I loved Love is Blind. Better of the quarantine. I think with that show and with all the other shows, we've pretty much agreed that it's a great concept for dating. But we think it is a little strange, the whole, I'm going to propose to you within two days type of thing. Yeah. Um, That feels a little rushed to me. And I don't know how people are saying yes on the other side of a wall. Like, it's not even about seeing them. Like, forget about the physical part. But, like, that's scary. Yeah. Don't even know them. Yeah. Like, you, you know what they want you to know. It's not like you know, you know, financial situations, school situations. You're not going to tell someone when you want them to propose like you're gonna wait a bit and it's also we commented on this that it's weird that a lot of these people are like 28 and like on this show and I'm like you've already given up like (laughs) that scares me (laughs) I know it's it's really interesting to watch that one and then watch Married at First Sight because I feel like Love is Blind was a lot of younger like our age you know like people who shouldn't have already given up because you know they got time well, I feel like even on Married at First Sight, though, sometimes there were people that were, like, 28. And I was like, hey, I'm feeling very rushed right now. Like, is this <laughs> I feel the like age? <laughs> like, I don't understand what's happening. But I will say, with Love is Blind, they do, it is more of a trial period. Yeah. So at least they're in a trial period of, like, getting engaged. But they do have a wedding yeah. that they kind of build up to in a few weeks, like, six weeks or something like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, six weeks? And they, they literally, like, their family gets, like, one chance to meet mm-hmm. the person. And I'm like, well, first of all, I, like, we would be okay because our family are very good at reading people so yeah. I think our families would be very good at being like okay this isn't it yeah but with some of these families I was like you guys are falling into the rose-colored glasses just like everybody else oh yeah it got really bad but um I mean it was still fun entertaining it was, it was entertaining, entertaining. Yeah. it was a good entertainment for the first month I think that one came out the first month of quarantine mm-hmm. along with too hot to handle and complete opposite show. complete opposite of the show made you want to tell them a little bit about the show yeah okay so too hot to handle i still can't believe this was a show um basically it's reality television again mm-hmm. i would say it leans more towards like an mtv reality yes so it's like 15 guys and 15 girls or something like that 
and they meet at this house and these are all people that are really bad at love but the reason they're bad at love is because they jump into bed too quickly with people so they don't really get to know them or anything they just kind of have one night stands all the time um so they the whole point of the show is that they can win money at the end collectively as a group if they do not have any type of touching kissing or further um and if they do they lose money out of their total yeah and this um first of all some of these people didn't even need the money and they made that clear on their interviews and that's why they would do things like punish the house by making out and Mm -hmm. things like that and they could care less as far as i know none of those couples lasted um from that show i think they attempted to right i think only like one couple was like the highlight of the show and was Harry. Yeah, Harry and uh, Francesca. I think the rest of them, like, I feel like a lot of the girls just wanted to tan. Like, yeah, majority of the show, I think, was the girls tanning or, like, them quote unquote growing. Yeah. And, well, there was, we did see, um, oh, who was it? I don't even remember her name, but there were girls on there that straight up were like, yeah, I get paid to pose on Instagram. So oh, yes. they're like, I, I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> she just was all about like, eh. Yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. She was literally like, I'm not here to make friends. And I'm like, wouldn't you want to make some money though? Or Right. I don't know, maybe exposure since you're clearly, you're saying you're an Instagram model. Or, Might as well at that point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just so confused. I was very confused with the show. Wasn't like the top, it wouldn't be my top five shows I would have watched. I wouldn't yeah. watch it for romance if you're looking for romance no. or something cute to come out of it. I feel like this one was more of like how 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 can you it's almost like you put people on there that literally have no self-control. No like no morals, no nothing. Yeah. Um which is fine. Like you know, you do you, whatever your life is, mm-hmm. you know, live your life. Um but I would say that the catch with the show that I think was the grabber was that we all went into it with like an optimistic hope when people started going on interviews and talking to each other saying like, all right, look, we got to stop losing money. So maybe we should just try the experiment out. Like let's try and just Mm -hmm. talk to one another and things like that. And I was like, okay, like maybe there's hope for this group. There was no hope. There for was that zero. Group. Like Nada. it was so bad. No, I I agree. I think that one was at the bottom of my mm-hmm. quarantine list. I mean, I watched it eventually, but it was just like they're gonna just keep losing money at this point. Yeah. Another good one I think was perfect for quarantine. Uh, the circle. Yes, I knew you were gonna say it. I um, love that one, and it was perfect. It really was. Okay, so let's describe the circle really quick, in case you haven't seen it, but you were living under a rock if you haven't seen it. Um, so the circle is basically, I think there's like eight of them, and they're all put in different mm-hmm. rooms in the same hotel, and they have to basically follow this game so they can create a profile. Um, they have to try and win the game using a fake social media account. Now they can use their real pictures, they can use someone else's pictures, whatever it may be, but everyone is only able anymore. Everything's done over the keyboard. Um and in total, you know, it is interesting to see people that chose to be their real selves and people that chose to be someone else. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you kind of ask yourself like to win this game, how would you have done it? Okay, let's answer that question. How would you have done it? Mm. Can I be real? I flipped yeah. on this. I debated on I would either go as myself or my sister. 
Because you, you know my sister. Like, yeah. she, my sister on Instagram is just, like, the perfect lighting, the perfect this. And so I think I would either go as my sister or me. So here's my thing. And this, I don't know if this is, like, what I would have learned from the show or what. But I started realizing that genuine people on there were the ones that ended up winning. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes, like, I believe the Italian guy was the one who ended up winning. I was obsessed with him. Okay. So here's the funny thing. When he first came on the show, no one liked him. Everyone hated his character. I loved him though. I did too, because I'm going to be honest, he reminded me of a Jersey Shore character. And I was like, wow, this is so fun. Like, this is a great time. But the more he started talking, the more he started like getting interested in people and things like that. I was like, I just, I think that he... I think that he had the potential to at least be something more. Oh, but he was, and he cared so much about each player. Yeah, but I, 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 that's just it, is I feel like he was no longer just a reality TV star at that point. Like, he was really good at, you know, showing that maybe being a genuine person in this world is what makes you the winner in life rather than the loser. So it was weird because it, it was like the show had a bunch of different messages behind it. But I feel like it was something that a lot of us needed to see, too. Uh, and he was so mad about every time that someone left who was real. Yeah. <laughs> he got so mad. I like the girl who came in as this attractive woman and she behind was like, no one would have picked me. Yeah. This game would have been just simply... Well, nope, she doesn't, she's not this way. It's like the same thing that you said, like social media has become a picture. Well, I would say something interesting about the show that I would like your opinion on too, is that who do you think is more beneficial in the game? Would it be more beneficial to be a female or a male? So that's a, I think almost a female. So I'm going to tell you, this was my only thing, is I felt like that really, I don't remember her name, but I remember I didn't like her. It was the really attractive bikini model girl oh, that yep. started mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yep. She was came in this game like she was going to win. She was like, I'm going to win this whole thing because look at me. Yeah. And that's what I almost love was that it wasn't who you expected it to be. And that's what I'm saying is I think that his name is Joey. Yeah. I think Joey showed that you win in life period, not Mm -hmm. just the game, Mm -hmm. when you're a genuine person and when you're straight up about things. Because Joey got better when he started opening up on a chat with, I think, someone who was a male but was being a woman. Um, (laughs) But he did open up. And Mm -hmm. it kind of took him out of this look in our eyes, which his pictures were all gym photos and, you know, like very situation or early stages type of photos. And everyone was kind of like, oh my gosh, this guy's like a tool. Like, there's yeah. no way he would ever win. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that as the game went on, he started becoming more affectionate and more himself. Yep. And that's really what won him the game, ultimately. It goes to show you, like, it's how you end the game, I feel like. it's Because, yeah. like, let's be real. It's segue to Jersey Shore. Yeah. How did Snooki come in? Like a crazy lady. Party's here. Yeah, like, so... <laughs> She came in with such a mindset of just being someone else, not herself, essentially. And by the time that we wrap up the first group of seasons of Jersey Shore, she became the first mom, the first wife. Like yeah, She did. 
And, you know, that's that goes to show with a lot of characters. Um, and I, I hate that we're even calling them characters because I know they're people. But that goes to show with a lot of people or characters mm-hmm. is that on shows, we want the evolution. We want characters that we grow with from the beginning to the end because ultimately we see ourselves in those characters. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that we're all out there getting blackout drunk, you know, most of our life and things like that. But the thing is, is like, we all have a moment in life where we do need to grow up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we get there, that's great. And you kind of ask yourself, if people were watching my show, mm-hmm. like of me, would they be rooting for my character? Or would they just look at you like you're crazy? Yeah. Or are you the villain in the show? Mm-hmm. So I think like that, that's, you know, we're probably going in way too depth into these reality shows. They probably never meant for these to be talked about this way. But that's what this podcast is, is we're trying to open people's eyes to things that maybe they didn't initially see from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about the circle, we talked about too much to handle, we talked about love is blind. I think that covers all the reality. We're not going to count the super trashy ones. Um, Tiger King. Oh my gosh, that's not even a reality show. I'll be real. I watched that way too many times. I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep in the first episode, and I still to this day literally skipped to the Carol Baskin part just because I wanted to know what the TikTok was about. You know, everybody kept going, Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. You know that one? Yeah. And so every time I'd watch it, I'd be like, okay, I need to know why people are saying that she killed him. But she definitely did. Yeah, no, there's no if ands or buts yeah, about she it. She so did. <laughs> um, I think that's the only. I think that's the last one to really. It was only honestly. I think it was just those three that really like gave you something. And they have spinoffs. Like each country has done their own. Um, but I think out of the three of them, for me at least, I think I enjoyed the circle, then Love Is Blind, and then Too Hot to Handle. Because I've only watched Too Hot to Handle, I think once. I think I barely made it through that one once. <laughs> I think I literally only watched it because Sabrina was like, if you watch the other two, you might as well watch this one. Oh, you know a good reality show that's just, like, too hot to handle, but what? I think better? Um, Are You the One? Oh, my gosh. I watched the, the very first season when it came out years ago. Yeah. That was my sister's and my show. Like, honest to God, I, could wa- I was always re- clicking. My sister and I sat there and kept trying to figure out mm-hmm. who was whose. No, and Are You the One was fun for the audience, but I think it's also kind of fun for the people in the house. Like, that was really cool. But again, it was another show where you need to break outside of your box of what you think you're supposed to be with, Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, who you're supposed to be with, who you think you're supposed to be with, because the game and the experts are telling you you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Because nine times out of ten, we view who we're supposed to be with based on movies that we like or shows that we like. Or, you know, what we were expected to like or whatever it may be. But the thing is, is, like, at the end of the day, the people that last are the people you never saw coming. Yeah. And I think, like, that's kind of cool that they, again, created a show where there is that because these people basically go into a truth booth with whoever they think is their match. Mm -hmm. And if they're not a perfect match, it tells them no match. And there's so many people that are like, I'm so sure this is the girl yep. I'm going to marry. And I'm oh, like, yeah. it's been 48 hours. Like, that's well, how I feel about it. it. I feel like with reality TV, you could kind of categorize it into like four different groups. You have the challenging ones, mm-hmm. like the challenge, yeah. um, fear factor, one of the classics there, big uh, brother, big brother, like survivor. those ones, survivor, uh, I don't even think it's really called a challenge, but, like, 
America's Next Top Model. Um, You have, like, the cooking ones. So, like, Hell's Kitchen, Guy's Groceries, all of them. And then you have the love and then you have looking for love where they're looking for love and then there's the love and money love and money and i think that oh let's not forget the fifth important one super duper trashy (laughs) that you can't look away from like jersey shore party entertainment party entertainment uh mama june hot or not for blama which is you know Florabama, oh my god. <laughs> okay, you know what? Like, I remember, I think I put a tweet up, like, years ago when Florabama first came out, and it said something like, Florabama Shore is, like, on, is, like, I was basically saying it's, it's pretty good in comparison to Dirty Shore. I was saying that it's actually pretty good. And I remember a friend of mine uh, commented or messaged me and was like, ooh, you better take that back. Okay. So here's what I was trying to say about Floribama, but now that I've watched it more, I like am I'm like okay, I was wrong. I originally was like, wow, these people are so great because the guys in there seem to be more on the gentleman side about things. You know, they didn't really bring home girls at the beginning. Oh yeah. And so I was like, wow, like these guys are like actually trying to, you know, be with someone. How great. Okay. So the show went on, and they ended up being exactly like the Jersey Shore boys. Oh, yeah. Um, and, which is fine. Like, you know, like I said, live your life. But, yeah, I definitely, when I was first watching it, I was like, wow, there's they're like Southern gentlemen, and, like, the, even the girls weren't really bringing guys home I, yeah, I or think anything. The, I think the first season they brought, like, the wanted to test the waters yeah. almost. And I think the second season is when you saw, like, the after effect like they're like oh we're so good let's try this again and oh my gosh who was the trash boyfriend that that girl had his name was like gator or something yes yes what in the world because i'm gonna say right now this girl she was a class act and she was beautiful she was nice to everyone she was a christian she was great and then they brought her boyfriend on the show, and I was like... And he was a piece of crap. How, how, how did she even settle for that? It was so bad. And she and she had the, um, oh, I can't think of his name, but she had the other cast member just wanting to just... Oh, l- oh shoot, what was his name? I, Cody, Co- Co- Cody. 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 Yeah, he was, loved him some Candace. But it's like Cote. Yeah. Like There's like something. a T or something in it. Anyway. But he was like, he was all about her wanting her to love on him and stuff. I I can't remember their name, but there was another couple in the house that I really enjoyed. Um, but they weren't really a couple. But he was oh, he played with her head. Gus so, and Nelson. Thank you. <laughs> Gus. Oh, if you ever listen to something like this, which you never would cuz you got other things going on in your life. You're trash. Okay? okay. Like fun fact about him real quick. Yeah. I have a romance novel that has his picture on it he's a he's no he's a i believe it he's a model for romance novels yeah i believe and i happened to find one that he is on and i just sat there i was like what (laughs) he's here's the thing okay like most of trash men out there he's super attractive you know very attractive and is very smooth talking okay so there is all the seasons are pretty much, and I hate to say it, but it's kind of like the Vinny Snooky thing. Yes. Which is exactly. another very annoying thing. It's the girl is out here being like, look, 
Like, you care about me, I care about you. The guy says things on the side like, I could see myself marrying this person. They always say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then in front of them, they're like, yeah, but if I bring home a girl, I don't want you to be upset. Yep. And it's like, and then the girls fall into it, and they're like, why would I be upset? You know, like, no, we're just, we're it's just, just fun. Yeah. But it's like, you know that's not the truth. No. And, and then, but then the girl will bring home a guy, and the guy's kind of like. It's double standards. Like, let's just talk, I know we're not on Jersey Shore yet, but this whole episode is surrounded around it. Let's talk about when Snooki was pregnant, and she told the cast members with that cake on JWoww and Snooki, yep. and Vinny was so unbelievably jealous, he and was I was like, so mad. You had your opportunity for, like, four years, and, and you... She followed him, she wanted him so bad yeah. to be everything for her. And then her. you're getting mad because she actually moved on with her life and found someone who actually cares about her and mm-hmm. wants to take care of her, and... Once a family with her, that's what's so frustrating to yeah. me. Is I'm just like, and oh, there are real guys out there like this because we've all dealt with them multiple times. They give you the we're end game, we're gonna end up marrying each other, blah blah blah, dumb stuff. And then the second you're in a relationship with someone else, they come back around like I miss you, and it's like be quiet, we're done. You're like we we don't need this story. We've already written that chapter. Yes, and it's time to close it. So. At least for me, I think, I know Brittany's on the same level. You know, it took us a while, but I think we both closed chapters, big chapters that we needed to with multiple people. And I would say last year was the big year that we did a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, of yeah. course, there's still things that hurt when you think about it, or there's things that you miss, but you have to always remember the reason why you ended things with that. Person. Honestly, I'm going to be real. Like, I feel like Jersey Shore is like a re- your relationship. Each one has. Well, hopefully it's not. But well, no, but like them, each yeah. one, like, let's think later in the years. Let's be yeah. real. Snooki was your partying stage, you know? Yeah. You wanted to go out, have fun, not necessarily sleep around, but you wanted to just enjoy your life. I feel like that's what she loved to do. And so I think she's that age. You have JL, your tough age, you know, you date the one guy and, you know, your quote unquote end game. And then you have, you know, Vinny, who at one point really wanted a serious girl. Like, he, I think he really did want someone. I think once he saw, like, everyone else in serious relationship, he really wanted to settle down, you know? Yeah. And then you have Mike, the sabotager whenever your friends got into good relationships. Yep. Oh, your boyfriend said this? Oh, no, no, no. Then you turn around and you say this, you know? You know, and that's that's the one thing about Mike is that, you know, they did make it known on the show, and we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. that he actually was addicted to pills. Um, and drugs and alcohol and he had a lot of issues so that's one thing I will say about Mike though is I feel like he bettered himself he took the time for himself Mm -hmm. and once he did that he found Lauren yeah and they're gonna have a they call her with an s or something Lauren's yeah and she they're getting they got married I think and then they are pregnant with their first baby and it's like and it's something I think that the real I think I've heard a lot of um, people who have been on reality TV and they're like, well, this is a this is a chance to look back on my life mm-hmm. and see how far I've grown. Like, yeah. we're you and I are always talking about how people need to take a second to look at their journey to their point now. Yeah, you know, and I feel like Mike's a good situation. It's a good situation. <laughs> um, he had a chance to look at his. You could 
you can clearly see in some of those episodes he was not all there. Yeah. You know, and now you see him and he's such in a better place. It's like, mm-hmm. look how far that journey has come for you, you know? Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I think, again, I think Mike was one of the ones that he ended up becoming one of my favorite characters. And, of course, like, we all love Polly D and Vinny because they're fun and they're pranksters and all this other fun stuff. And they're, you know, the least amount of drama. For the most part, I would argue that Vinny definitely put himself I in I think the, place. the only person that could say he did not get in much yeah. of the drama was Polly D. I'm going to be real. Yeah. I feel like he was the only one that didn't, maybe once or twice you saw him get into something. I think there was, like, twice that he, yeah. like, his voice raised um, once at Snooky, I think, because he was saying, like, well, why did you say I said that? Or something like that. And it was one time outside, and I remember that, that I was shocked. Yeah. Like, I was like... I've never seen him ever yep. get angry. Yep. He got very angry at Angelina once. Yeah, that too. Because he, she slapped him in the face, mm-hmm. and he's like, he was just like, you just slapped me in the face, <laughs> like. And he even said to her, he's like, you had, you had two friends left in this house. Now mm-hmm. you have none. Yep. And like, you know, and that's that's a, you know, I I think it's so funny that we didn't say we were going to talk about Jersey Shore yet, but we're just, let's just move on to that. Yeah. So Jersey Shore, I think at least for us, it came out when we were in high school. Um, so perfect time to be watching all of that. Right. right? Um, this is what the real world's going to be. Yeah. This is what real life is. This is what adulthood's going to be like. Um, so, you know, Jersey Shore, I would say what's interesting is that when I was in high school, I always looked at Jersey Shore as like, this is just partying and like having fun and going out and all this other stuff. But then when you watch it now as an adult, I've noticed that I did actually appreciate more the family aspect Mm -hmm. of Jersey Sort. Kind of like, because I think this is how we run our friend group especially, is that we go, look, we're a family. So I'm going to get mad at you every now and then. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like what you do. We're going to have to fight it out. Sometimes we're not going to speak to each other for long periods of time. But the thing is, is at the end of the day, if you needed me, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And I think, like, that was my biggest thing about it because there was an episode where Ron and Sammy were fighting in Miami. Ugh, what a mess of a season. That's a whole episode itself. Ugh. So they were fighting, and I remember Mike said, look, like, we're a family. Like, we got to all stay together. And Ronnie said, cut the family BS out. And I remember when he said that, I was just like, wow, like, they're probably, this is probably it for them. But then they ended up going on, like, three more seasons, and now they're on family vacation all together. The only one that's not Sammy, because I think she's, I think she's petty. Sno- I think Snooki stopped doing it after yeah. last season, because of something that happened with Angelina. I think that just looking back at these episodes, you remember, like, all the classic moments. and you, yeah. But like you said, it comes back to being a family. Like, I mean, family dinner was a thing. You know, I know for a fact whenever I'd sit there with my mom, my dad, my bro- we all watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's such, you don't realize it until you get older how much that dynamic is probably what is now drilled in your head. It's not the obsessive partying that they did yeah. or whatever. It's looking back and being like, oh my gosh, like. Well, I know like for me at least, like our family is Italian, so Sunday dinner, going to church and stuff like that, you know, being close to your grandparents, um, that was a very, like, similar lifestyle. So I will say, like, it was easy for me to relate to when Vinny's family would come and visit. I was like, this reminds me so much of my mom. Like, 
I was like, you know, the full on dinners and like my uncles and stuff. It just reminded me so much of my family. So I loved watching it because mm-hmm. of that. And I always told myself and I told my mom, I said, I don't care what your other kids want to do with you, but Sundays will be my day. Yeah. Like I said, Sundays will be the day that everyone comes over for Italian dinner. I was like, you and me can cook it. And I was like, we're going to go to church together. I was like, but I want that dynamic in my life. I want what I grew up with to be a thing. Oh, yeah. And so anyway, so so watching Jersey Shore, like, again, never appreciated any of that when I was watching it in high school. Because in high school, all you really care about is you're like, oh, look, fist pumping. And we all say, yeah, buddy, now. And t-shirt time. And gym tan laundry. Fun fact, I was there when Sookie got arrested. Oh Season three, gosh. I was in Jersey because, so my mom's from Jersey, um, so my mom's side of the family is there, and so I was visiting my great-grandma, and we were on the shore, and I walked past the t-shirt shop, and I was, um, my aunt's like, you know that show Jersey Shore? I was like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's filmed here, and she's like, yeah, do you see what's going on over there? And I was like, no, and she's like, just look, and I was like, like, Snooki's getting arrested? Like, or where's the beach? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And then, so when we were walking past the t-shirt shop, we were walking up the shore rather than down the shore, and it was so funny because I'm like, oh, that's where they film. Yeah. And I was just so obsessed with it. I texted my sister, and I was like, yeah. it was so cool. And then I'm walking up the, the shore, and I was like, she points it out, and I'm like, oh, my God. She's getting arrested. I was like, and they're filming it. Yeah. I was like, if, if I think that when the episode came out, I was like looking everywhere for myself on there. Cause I thought it was so cool. Well, I just love that they made free Snooki shirts. Mm-hmm. They're like free Snooki and they all wore it. And I thought that that was really cute. They all went to go get her. And, um, you know, it's also like that protective value that like Polly D had on Snooki and everyone else. Um, like, I remember a guy, like, broke Snooki's heart or something like that, and Polly D answered the phone, and he said, like, <laughs> he's like, you better send flowers with fried pickles, fried pickles in them, and then he, like, hung up, and I was like, this is amazing, like, this whole show is great, um, in mm-hmm. that sense, and of course, like, trust me, my parents are not fans of the show, they think it's trash and all this other stuff, but I will tell you that me watching it, at least, I appreciated those parts about it. And I think you you have to start to learn to appreciate parts about it. Otherwise, yeah, it's it's just trash. Yeah. Like, it's quality trash television. Take, Take a shot. shot. <laughs> um, but so I think, like, that's pretty funny about it. And I'm very excited because this year for my birthday, my friends and I are putting together a Jersey Shore theme party. And I'm very, very excited. I'm I'm. I already have my, I'm actually going to get a hair extension just so I can pull off the snicky bump. I, I'm super excited for me. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. We're literally, we've already looked into getting a duck phone and a grenade horn and um, we're going to decorate each room as different clubs. So Aztec, Karma. So it is going to be fun. My brother's already said he's going to put up like Jersey Shore episodes on the big screen and things like that. So we're going to have, like, it'll be a good time. We're going to make specific drinks for each character. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Well, we got to make, we're going to make Ron Ron juice. That's the oh, that's a definite. Um, but anyway, so it is going to be kind of fun because obviously, like, we're all 28 now. Of course, some of my sister's friends will be invited that are not our age group. But the thing is, is that what's going to be fun is that we're going to, at least, at least I have and, like, I know a few other people too, but, like, you know, we've broken out of this, like, blackout drunk phase. And so it is kind of fun coming back to it 
and being like, look, we're just like enjoying time together now and yep. like joking about the show and, you know, all the fun phrases and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I think that's what's going to be fun about it is just being with the people you love, joking about some quality trash television. Take a shot. Um, and like I said, just enjoying enjoying our time, enjoying ourselves. Um, mm. After this past year, I think we've all earned it. Um, we're all we're all vaccinated. We're all getting our vaccination, our final vaccination. So by the time of the birthday, we'll all be safe. And I think we're just excited to be back together again. Heck yeah! Megan and I both got our first one. Yes. We only have the second one to go. Your hers is April 23rd? 21st. 21st, and mine's April 24th. Within the same week. Within the same week. So we'll either, you know, we'll deal with whatever the symptoms are and we'll move forward because it's better than the alternative. And um, I hope everyone's considering being vaccinated and just kind of moving forward with life. And I'm definitely, especially for this Jersey Shore party. Yes. And eventually we will, of course, take an actual trip to the shore. (laughs) Um, But let's go when, like, places like Karma and stuff are open. I'm down. Totally down. Our next episode, our next episode, our next show, let's talk cooking ones. Cooking reality shows. So we both love Gordon Ramsay. He's a wonderful being. He's so fun. <laughs> so my favorite episode or my favorite show that he does beside um well my top one is Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I could watch those four days. Yeah. I actually fall asleep to him very quickly. But I think for me, for Hell's Kitchen, it's the fact that I love competitions. I love just watching how I don't necessarily like that it's boys versus girls. I think that it'd be fun to just do a mixture at the, like how they do at the end. But I do love how you see people's, they change real quick. Like, oh, you see the people that lost. Well, look how cool it is that they won. Yeah. And I think that that's one reality show that I, I don't care how fake it is. Mm -hmm. I just, I love watching. I, my goal is to go to the Hell's Kitchen restaurant in Vegas. Like that's, yeah has to go yeah and you know and i think um what's fun about the hell's kitchen shows like you said who cares like if there are parts that are written in i'm sure there are it's entertainment whatever um and i know that gordon ramsay is actually a really sweet person so this is all part of his reputation that they need to uphold like think about it they have a restaurant Everyone can hear him yelling at everyone sitting in the restaurant. You pay to basically be there to hear him yelling at everyone. Um, And that's the funny part of it. Like, I think it's hilarious. Um, But, you know, like Brittany, I love the competitions. Um, I love Gordon Ramsay. My all-time favorite, though, would probably have to be Bobby Flay. Um, And it's not just because he's super cute. Um, (laughs) It's a little bit because of that. But no, he's he's just a wonderful person. He's so sweet. I love watching the Beat Bobby Flay show because I think it's funny when or fun to watch people actually beat him because Mm -hmm. it makes you go like, dang, think how many talented people there are out there that are just in like small restaurants, like restaurants we all go to every day. And we're just like, you wouldn't even know until they're given that opportunity. Yeah. So I think it is really cool, and it's always really cool to see Bobby, like, shake their hands at the end and, and like, tell them, like, you're a really talented chef. Like, yeah, I think that's why I like Top Chef, too, because it's taking people yeah. who don't necessarily um, – from behind the scenes. You don't see these people, and they're not super famous, so yeah. then you see them on these shows, and you're like, where do they go? 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I just think, like I said, it's fun. You did mention, um, who can't love diners, drive-ins, and dives with Guy Fieri. Um, I absolutely love his guy's grocery games, and I'll tell you the biggest reason why I love it is because it does remind me of Supermarket Sweep. Yes, that's my favorite show as a kid. It was so much fun to watch. I will be honest, I did watch it during the pandemic because they put it on Netflix. Yes. It's not as good as I remember it being. But I remember as a kid, I thought it was so funny that they had, like, these huge milk cartons (laughs) that they had to carry around and, like, these big coupons, and I was like... How fun. And, like, the stores, I don't know if you guys remember, they used to have, like, red yeah. coupon things that you could pull out. Mm-hmm. I used to pull those out just because I was like, I got to save all these. My mom would be like, do you even know what you're saving 10 cents on? And I was like, no, but I have, like, 50 of these now, and I can play fake money when I go home. Oh, um, yeah, no, that was me. I was, like, pulling things off the shelves quickly, and I was yeah. like, what are you doing? And I was like, we gotta hurry, we gotta hurry. We gotta, we gotta get it by the time. And <laughs> and so that's why I do like um, Guy's Grocery Games. I think it's definitely an updated version of everything because they have to cook, all that stuff. But um, I will say, you know, it is just fun because it, of course, reminds me of time with my grandparents and mm-hmm. growing up with my mom. We used to watch Supermarket Sweep together. So it's nice um, getting that nostalgia feel a little bit, um, you know, so, you know, talking about more, nostalgia reality shows um i don't know about you but i was really big and still am about watching jeopardy and wheel of fortune episodes my first word no my first letter that my parents got me heard me say was e mm-hmm. and that was because i was watching yeah. um wheel of fortune and my mom's like okay Brittany, there's an e and she's like okay e <laughs> it's just like you just kept saying e Every time they were to spin. Yeah. And she's like, you got it one time and you had to turn around. Now it's all you want to say. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. But it's so nice that we can connect shows like that mm-hmm. to memories. And that's one thing I will say. I love that Wheel of Fortune is still on and they're still making episodes because it's super fun for us to watch. And it's probably really fun with people our age and a little older watching it with their own kids now. Mm. Um, and Wheel of Fortune, of course, is way easier than Jeopardy. Um, so you can actually participate in that show, (laughs) but, um, we would watch Jeopardy with my grandparents and, um, they put it on Netflix and, you know, RIP Alex Trebek did pass, um, unfortunately after a long battle with cancer. And I was really sad about that because, you know, it, it, you know, it's another thing reminding you that you're getting older and it's another thing reminding you that like time is passing. And, um, so that's hard, you know, to, but that at the same time, like I said, watching the reruns now with Alex on them, mm-hmm. it is, it's so nice that we have that like encapsulated memory of him mm-hmm. and like he'll forever be frozen in time Oh yeah, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, that's what's great about videos in general, but it's, that's what's great about shows, you yeah. know, or movies and oh, yeah. things like that. So I know we took a little turn with the reality shows, but again, I, mean, I told it's you. A cl- it's a group. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking at it like, you know, Everything, but let's talk. Finally, let's please talk about Mass Singer, oh, which yes. is like literally my favorite re- reality show right now. I don't care what anyone says. I think it's great. Um, she's talked me into loving it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so I will say that I'm just gonna clump them together because I know that we've been talking for a while. But Mass Singer, Mass Dancer. And I don't know if you've seen this one, but it's called I Can See Your Voice. Yeah, my dad's obsessed with that one oh right now. Oh my gosh. Somebody your dad and I get along. <laughs> it's such a good show. I Can See Your Voice is hilarious. So basically they have like seven singers 
that are quote professional singers, but they tell you like you have to figure out which ones can actually sing. Yeah. So they all are lip singing when they sing, but some of them are lip singing to their own voice and some of them are lip singing to mm-hmm. someone else's voice. And you have to guess whether they're really a singer or not. Yeah. And it's kind of difficult. Like I at first I was like, oh come on, this is gonna be so easy. But then people that I thought weren't singers are 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 um, Go- good singers, singers, and then the good singers that I thought were bad singers. And by the way, the bad singers are hilarious because they have you like when they pick you, you have to like. Sing, sing the song and like actually sing. So when the bad singers do it, they always go full out and it's like cracking and screaming and yep. yelling and it's hilarious because at the same time you're cheering. Cause you're like, yes, they eliminated a bad singer because you're supposed to end with a good singer. But I was like, that show just, it cracks me up every single time. But yes, Mass Singer. Also, if you guys haven't watched it, it's so good. It's on Wednesdays. Um, Mass Dancer, same thing. Again, hilarious. It's just celebrities under Mass. You get clues, they alter their voices, um, and you have to try and figure out who they are by the end of it. And the panel of judges, phenomenal. Right. For Ken, both shows. Ken John is my favorite. Oh, he's everyone's favorite. I just adore him ever since Hangover. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ken John, he just, he he's uh, truly just hilarious. And I think it's hilarious that he actually was a doctor and decided to change his career path to comedy. Are they right? Um... But, I mean, good for him. Like, he found what he loved doing because, you know what they say, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly not because he's making everybody laugh every oh, yeah. day he's on. So, so final question. Yeah. Um, can you name top five favorite reality TV show? Oh, top five? Yep. Can they be ones that we talked about? Yeah, you can be any of them. we pretty much talked about yeah. all the ones I love. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put, I'm going to put, right now at least, I'm going to put Mass Singer as number one. Okay. I'm going to put Mass Dancer as number two. <laughs> I've fallen in love with that show. It's hilarious. Um, I'm going to put... <laughs> if you guys mm-hmm. can see her voice, her face right now, it's so funny. I'm going to say I can see your voice three. I'm putting very modern ones right now. I'm not even counting my Jeopardy love and all that. Um, let's see. I can see your voice. Let's let's just throw in a Hell's Kitchen there for number four. And... Hmm. I'm surprised you haven't named one of them. Well, of course, no. I know Jersey Shore's on there. Okay, I was, but like, I wasn't. I was trying not to name like the obvious ones. But okay, yeah, of course, Jersey Shore's on there. I would put it even at number five though, because um, you yeah, know it's getting the phase of it. I've just seen it so much, you know, at this point. So of course, Mass Dancer and Mass Singer is more entertaining to me right now because I haven't seen a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with that. So mine is, I think number one would probably be. It sounds so bad. But the OC Housewives, I'll put any of the Housewives as number one because I can watch those only in the early seasons. Um, number two, actually, Hell's Kitchen, Housewives, Top Chef, Guys Groceries, and mm-hmm. Mass Singer. I think those are my top five because, like, and they're all over the place. Ask my boyfriend. I'm the worst. He cannot watch TV with me without wanting to throw me outside so last but not least do you want to tell them the good news first or do you want to do your quote first let's do let's do the the let's do let's do the good news first okay so the good news is we just so the good news is we just finished filming 
a very big project mm -hmm. which we have shown little clips on our Instagram but we just finished a project with six beautiful ladies helping out mm -hmm. and it's going to be on YouTube this weekend mm -hmm. um, so keep an eye out for that as well as Instagram Facebook all that fun stuff so we're so excited and Megan's sister Melanie from MA Moments Photography has been a phenomenal help recording. So keep an eye out for that and we will be posting it this weekend. And Megan has her quote of the week. It's time for Megan's quote of the week. Okay, so this quote, normally our quotes are very sentimental and lovely and wonderful, but we're talking about Jersey Shore this week. So um, here's the quote by our lovely girl, Jay Wow. Um, Men may be from Mars and women may be from Venus, but I'm from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Drop the mic. That's a good one. Well, for another episode, we thank you. And, and keep showing those true colors and we will see you guys next week.